Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Cook. Welcome to Surrender to the Truth. When we truly surrender to the truth, when we're truly honest with ourselves and we truly feel it and we truly do the work and we absorb it for whatever it is we're up against, mountains move, worlds open, wonderful things happen, healing, growth, and change occurs. You learn that you're 100% worthy. You are 100% worthy and you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here for yourself, first and foremost. And you are 100% worthy. Hello, everyone. It's Sunday. Um, full disclosure, I had to restart this again because I only got 30 seconds of it. Um, I'm in the vehicle on the way to the hospital, and the reason I only got 30 seconds is it fell off the visor and hit my chin. So uh, it was only 30 seconds. So I'm, I'm starting it over. Um, I am uh, headed to the hospital. We're all meeting with the doctor. Um, the first thing I want to say to you all is uh, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to feel okay. And we actually need to feel it. We don't need to refuse it. We don't need to hide it. We don't need to suppress it. We don't need to try to cover it. We don't need to do anything self-destructive. And honestly, we need to feel it. We need to feel it. Now, it's okay not to be okay. We need to feel it. We need to not run from it. But we don't need to live there. We don't need to take up residence. And 100% um, feel it. You wake up depressed, you wake up upset, your day, 100% feel it. Just don't live there. And, and do what you need to do to keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So if you've got to yell out loud, if you need to journal, if you need to call someone, if you need to do some physical activity, whatever you need to do. It's okay not to be okay. We just can't stay there. I think that when we do deny ourselves that, no, it's not okay to be not okay, and I, I shouldn't be here right now, then that actually causes more problems. So it's okay to feel that way for a little bit. We can't live there. Just like the past. The past is the past is the past. Man, that's a lot easier to say than to live. A lot easier to say than to live. The past only exists in our head. It's an awful hard pill to swallow. But it's a fact. Whatever it is that happened to us before, even if you're in it now, and it happened before, I mean, first of all, you can prevent it from happening again. But that only exists in one place. Now, we've got to do what we've got to do to work through it and process it and feel it and not deny it and not refuse it and not suppress it, not try to cover it up, not do self-destructive behavior. 100%. The other thing is, this, you know, you, you have your higher power. Your higher power is right there. Reach out to your higher power and then truly listen. Truly listen for what's sent your way. Now... I belong to a couple different groups, and a couple different groups are higher powers, many, many different things, and that's completely up to them, and I am not the one to judge that. I'm not the one to judge that in any way, shape, or form. My power is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not my job to judge anyone. Not anyone's job to judge me or anyone else. It's only one's job to judge. 
It's a really hard pill to swallow. And as we know, being on this journey, one of the most hard pills to swallow for us is that that includes us. That includes us. We shouldn't judge us, ourselves. So when you feel like you're not okay, first of all, it's okay to feel that way. We can't live there. We can't stay there. We can't take up residence. There's no reason to pay it rent. Don't sign a lease. We, we need to do what we need to do to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Which leads me to our next point. So if you need to, community, we're not meant to do life alone. We're meant to be in community. Community can mean on the phone, community can mean on Zoom, community can mean in person, community can mean church, community can mean groups, community can mean several different things. You all can probably think of some more. But I think that there's one thing that we need to consider when we're in community. One, is it healthy? Because if we're in community, in an unhealthy environment, is that really going to be beneficial to anyone? It may feel good temporarily. It may soothe things temporarily. But is it really doing any of the work? If you do drugs, you're going to hang around people that do drugs. You drink, you're going to hang around people that drink. You gamble, you're going to hang around people that gamble. Whether it's quietly or not. You have sex with multiple people, you're going to have sex with multiple people. Doesn't mean the community is healthy. Doesn't mean the community is good or beneficial. Even if you feel like it gives you that dopamine hit or whatever it is to, to soothe you. Birds of a feather flock together. What we listen to, what we're around, what we see, what we read, that becomes us. So communities can be very beneficial. Groups can be very beneficial. I think it's really important that we, we, we look at when we're in a community, are we in the community um, once we're able to, and sometimes it's your life support and you're not able to really see your head above water. Um, is ask yourself, is this community here for a season? Or is this community meant to be here in the long run, for the long haul? And maybe you don't know, and you don't need to know right now. And if the community is serving your purpose, then, then that's absolutely wonderful. And if you're serving the community's purpose, that's absolutely wonderful. The reason why I mention this is because, as I mentioned before, that um, the holiday season, which there's multiple, multiple holidays over the season, um, we uh, can be very stressful for people for multiple reasons. Um, and it can be very stressful for people, especially during a dark season. But if you have those two things going on, and then who knows what else? You may have lost your job for whatever reason. If you have all that going on, and then you have some other type of stress in your life increased, and this person comes in your life to be in community with, that, that is being supportive and is being helpful, but then you get to a point that you realize that that community is only engaging in with you when they want to, when it's convenient. Uh, they won't call you by phone. They won't return your messages. So only return their messages when they want to. Which, don't get me wrong, 
they may have been really, really instrumental for a season. But in a community, it is very, very possible that we may have to have, and I'd venture to say we probably do have to have, at some point, boundaries in place. Keeping the mound boundaries are for us, not for the other person. They're not a police line, do not cross, they're meant for us. We need to have boundaries in place. Because sometimes when things happen in our life and it's extremely stressful, people tend to come into your life that normally wouldn't or were out of your life and they're coming back into your life now. And that may be very beneficial for you and it may be very helpful to you. But then you start to notice and it, it may have been there all along and you just didn't see it at the time, you couldn't see it at the time, but you start to notice that these people um, they're really not interacting with you. They may be sending you a message or two a day and responding just when they want to. They're not calling you. And at that point, we really need to ask ourselves if being in community with that individual or individuals is really the best thing for us, for, for, as we all know, we're on the journey in here. You're not alone, you're not alone, you're not alone, you're 100% worthy, you're more than enough. Keep going, keep going, keep going. But we're on a journey, we're on a journey, and we're on a journey to healing, growth, and change. And is interacting with this person the most healthy thing for us? Or are we doing it because at the time it feels good and we get a dopamine hit, or whatever you want to call it, So we do it. But then what's the after effect? What's the after effect? The only reason I mention that is I think it's really essential that we, uh, we look at now when we're in community, and I think community is absolutely essential. Do not get me wrong in any way, shape, or form. And we're not meant to do life alone. But there's times we need to step back when we're in community and look at it when we notice certain things. Because as we all know, believe them, that's who they are. When they show you repeated behavior, that's exactly who they are. You can contort, try to do whatever you want to do with your body to try to fit their needs. You're not going to be able to do it. And you can't control them. And you can't change them. You can contort your body six ways to Sunday until you're in the hospital. But that's not going to do. What good is that going to do? So we got to believe them. If that's the behavior they exhibited before this stressful event happened, that's who they are. And, and maybe the interaction is helping right now. That's absolutely wonderful. But if you question it, and you notice certain things, then look at it. Look at it. Is that who they are? Do you need to have boundaries in place? Even if it is who they are, do you just need to have boundaries in place? It's more than okay to have boundaries in place, even in groups, more than okay. For, for different reasons. The other thing I want to mention is this is the, the holiday season, and during the holiday season we have a tendency, and others more so, have a tendency to reach out to us who um, right now are not in our life, uh, whether they're no contact or we don't contact them, whatever you want to say. Um, uh, it's not very uncommon at all for them to try to reach out during this time. 
And some will do it uh, to try to get back in the door. And some will do it just to plan out be manipulative. And some will do it just to actually just say, happy whatever holiday it is. But if you reach out, or reach back, or unblock, or do any of those things, if you are blocked or whatever, ask yourself why you're doing it. And if you reach out or reach back, ask yourself why you're doing it. Is it beneficial to you in any way? Is it going to be helpful to you in any way? Not beneficial, or is it just a dopamine hit? And if it is a dopamine hit, it's going to make you feel good, and hey, I reached out to that person, what's going to be the after effect? Don't get me wrong, we're meant to love everyone. We are meant to love everyone, 100%. We're meant to be in community. We can also love people from afar. Some people we have to love from afar. It is very possible to still love someone and be supportive of them and not even talk to them. Just because you love them does not mean that you can be with them. If you can, that's absolutely wonderful. But people are going to reach out to people on here during this holiday season. And some people that are going to reach back need to really ask themselves, or if they're the ones to extend, why am I doing this? What good could come out of this? What benefit could come out of this? And how could I potentially feel after? Not for the five seconds, the ten minutes, even the hour. After. How are you going to feel? And the other thing that's barking at me right now about communities is, you know, we need to ask ourselves, it's great to be in community. And you may need to be in community for a short amount of time for something, for season or whatever. But if we're in community with people, we really need to know what the community we're in. And is it a community um, where we need to be? Because like attracts like. Birds of a feather flock together. The rules of attraction. I'm uh, going to reach out to uh, a lady I think very highly of. Um, I think she's going to have some tests, more than some very good insight on um, getting through the holiday season and the holiday season on top of a dark season. And, um, and, and then when we throw that awful uh, word, that, well, three words no one wants to talk about, guilt and shame and addiction into it, um, that just compounds it. And I feel like she would be very, very helpful. Thank you, everyone, for joining us at Surrender to the Truth. Please remember the truth will set you free. If we fully embrace the truth, we believe it, we live it, mountains will move. Things will change beyond our comprehension. And please remember that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And you are 100% worthy. 100%. Please like this and follow for future broadcasts and share with a friend that you feel needs it. Hope you all have a great day.